Spider-Man can't get his Peter to tingle. This is <laughs> Spider-Man Spoilers. Nice. Peter Tingle. Yeah. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Spoilers. If you don't know who this guy is, uh, it's because I've never, ever hosted before. Uh, this is your boy, superhero correspondent PK, and I am honored to be the guest host tonight. So thank you for having me. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, now that the awkward intro is out of the way, let's get into it. We're talking about uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. So before we get into it, let's do some introductions, and since this is the third, second Spider-Man movie... How about you give us uh, your favorite Spider-Man sequel and also your favorite of the three live-action Peter Parker's slash Spider-Man from Oof. west to east, sure. All right, I like that. This is Pappy. Uh, I love the, the spoiler that you had because the first thing I was going to say was I have a Pappy tingle <laughs> right now. I'm ready to talk about this episode. Um, uh, favorite Spider-Man sequel... Is gotta be, of course, uh, Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 2. Hopefully we spoil that someday. Um, but I, I gotta give it to Tom Holland. He is my favorite Spider-Man ever. I, I, he, I just think he's really charming. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I'm probably next. Mikey from Goshen, Indiana. Uh, I will agree with everything Pap said. Spider-Man 2 is probably the best Spider-Man movie uh, so far. And Tom Holland is... Uh, everything uh, the other guy, the last guy should have been. What's his name? Andrew, Andrew Garfield. Garfield. <laughs> he's yeah, he's just younger and funnier, and I don't know. Seems more like Peter Parker than Andrew Garfield did. Cool. All right. Uh, this this is Brett from Fort Wayne. Um, while I do think Spider Man Two is the best of the movies, I'm gonna have to say this is my favorite. And Tom Holland's probably my favorite, but I'm gonna have to disagree with Mikey. I don't sleep on Andrew Garfield. I think he got didn't have a lot to work with. That's true. I Those think he did an awesome job for the little he had. True. I I'm gonna agree with Brett on that one because I'm a big fan of Andrew Garfield in general, mm-hmm. and uh, I was a big fan of him as Peter Parker, even though he always looked way too fucking old to be in high school to me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that scene at the end of Amazing Spider-Man Two when Gwen Stacy dies, that still gets me. His Oof. his his acting yeah. is incredible there. But I'm gonna go probably with every, the majority. Sam Raimi Spider-Man Two is fantastic. Um, took superhero new movies to a whole new level when they weren't the commodity. So uh, yeah, I think that. And then Tom Holland is slowly becoming, or not slowly, quickly becoming my favorite. Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and I'll tell you why, because this movie had a lot of that. So let's get it started here, eh? Everywhere I go, I see his face. I just really miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. You gonna be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your job. Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work because I am going on vacation. Um, I'll start with the reverse order. Let's go with Brett. Um, so we start off intro, go to Mexico. We got Nick Fury and Robin Sparkles. 
They, uh, <laughs> nice. they show up to who I thought was Sandman from the trailer, and I was like fucking pumped. Yep. But Mysterio mm-hmm. drops down, and I'm kind of giving it away. I was, that was for you, Brett. But you can get away with the the credit rollout, and from there on. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're going to Mexico to investigate some report they had of some, or they say the... Hurricane or sandstorm like blinked or smiled or what had was a it? Face. I think he said yeah, he said had face. a face. So yeah, people see things in times of stress, right? Brett. So then they go and yeah, they they walk in on uh, walk up to Mysterio, just uh, I don't know, being awesome, looking around, flying around, and shooting green lasers. And oh man, what's after that? Did they go right to the credits? Yep. I saw like He's opening like, you night. You so part of this. with the lasers, and then it goes right to the. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then yeah, <laughs> yeah, so good. Whitney Houston, that was good. Well, what do you guys think of that little intro uh, with the, the shitty video tribute with the Getty images? It seemed a little too shitty. Mikey, uh, Stevie, uh, myself, Pappy, and Jordan were all in the same video productions class. So was that. School, that was in right? that class Concord production or Concord Live. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, maybe. And, <laughs> and Josh was our substitute, and none of us made anything that shitty, and we should have made stuff that shitty. It, just, it was hilarious, but it was a little bit like. I was hoping it would have been Peter Parker production. That's kind of how they started off with Homecoming, but at the same time, yeah. why the fuck would he do that? <laughs> Those were his real friends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah they, but, they had Concord Live going. So, <laughs> so yeah, they they go on to do a Spider-Man thing, which I think they did this really well. They they explained the Thanos snap in a really funny and creative way because, mm-hmm. and they don't call it a snap; they call it a blip because nobody else besides the Avengers knew it was caused by somebody snapping. So, who wants to explain kind of how they went about that? I can. Um... So, or they they do it through kind of like the exposition dump in the news report, but it's basically like if if you were blipped or snapped, you didn't really age, and then everyone else did age up. So, like the repercussions of that are like there are some like kids who are now like older, like the guy from Brigsby Bears, like my little brother is older than me now, <laughs> and which is hilarious. Like, holy shit, that uh, is the they, guy from Brigsby Bear. That's hilarious. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, there's some like romantic implications of that, as, as we'll come to later. But like, even like the scene with like the band and like the basketball team when they like reckon to each other, that was pretty funny. Like, I, I thought it was a little bit of cleanup that had to be done after Endgame, but it's done in a humorous. That's, that's fun what way. I was gonna say because um, one of the big plot holes that I saw was, you know, when these people come back. I mean, how many people fly in an airplane every day? It's like. 30,000? That's awesome to think about. They're it's dropping terrifying to, to think about. <laughs> so, like, they, and then, you know, showing up in people's houses. I mean, how many people do you think got shot? Flying down the highway. Because they're in somebody else's house, or they come back and, and somebody, thing, your like, wife's married somebody else. So, it was kind of important to do that, and they, you're right, they did it in a funny way, so you don't think about how awful it probably was in real life. And at the end of Endgame, like, when you get that reunion with Peter and his friend Ned, like, that got me choked up in Endgame, mm-hmm. and then they, they bring it this way, and it's just completely... A joke almost, but I, I thought it was great. So after that, we get into some Spider-Man's working with, with his aunt, Aunt May, who's fine. And uh, mm-hmm. they do a little <laughs> thing and you see Happy show up. So, uh, Pap, you want to, or Mikey, have you talked yet? 
Uh, Let's get uh, let's get some Mike. money, Mikey. Yeah, in here. they're uh, what doing a fundraiser for just the city, just post blip stuff. So trying to raise money or something. And Spider Man's mm-hmm. a spokesperson, and then uh, Happy shows up, and he's apparently been dating Aunt May for a while, and nobody's told Peter. It's little roundabout ways of trying to tell him, and Happy's kind of afraid to do it. So <laughs> yeah, I thought. I thought that was really funny. Like they they did basically the scene from the trailer, which they kind of ruined it there. But um, I just I love John Favreau, and I'll get to more of him later because he was involved with mm-hmm. one of my favorite scenes in the movie. But then yeah, moving on there, Peter's getting ready for his trip. He needs a break from being Spider. Actually, wait, don't want to move on too quick. Uh, Pap, you want to tell him about the like the little interview that they were trying to with Spider Man? How everybody's kind of braiding him with questions. Yeah, so this is this was also something that was like heavily foreshadowed in the trailer. Which, not to uh, just to divide diverge really quickly. Do you guys you guys all saw the trailer, right? Yes. Yeah, You're, I think so. Remember how's that? There's that scene with the cops. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm doing your job." Like that's not, not in, the, in movie the movie at all. <laughs> Isn't that weird? That happens all the time, though. There's a no, couple, I mean, there was I think sure another scene in this movie that wasn't in there. Like the the scene where he's like swinging around the city in his red and blue suit. That's mm-hmm. like kind of the very end but yeah i was bummed because that's a funny line that they used in the trailer (laughs) yeah it's just it's kind of funny because they like transition it out in a whole different way but this is the part of the movie where uh peter parker is reflecting on his relationship with tony stark and he gets a little bit overwhelmed uh during a press conference we've seen that in in movies before but he gets overwhelmed by the fact that you know they're like are you the lead of the avengers like are you the next tony stark like and he just wants or how are you going to save the world and he you know he just wants to answer questions about being a friendly neighborhood spider-man so he kind of like zips off and then like that's when he gets that kind of like moment of reflection on the roof that we had seen so it, it's a good moment of characterization I, I think that a lot of the complaints because we all did uh or most of us did um homecoming together and you know I, I think at the time i kind of complained about i wish it didn't wasn't weighed down by the rest of the mcu movies um with tony That's stark I was worried about going into this movie but yeah it feels like but tony stark's presence looms large like they even cut to flashbacks of him i mean did it bother you pk was it too much or no, this one it wasn't as bad because like in the last one there was there was a little too much Iron Man and I, I get it he was taking him under yeah. his wing but that's what I was worried about going to this especially it being the first movie after Endgame I was like I love Spider Man he's my favorite character and like I love the Spider Man universe and the villains and everything but it's like I feel like it's been overshadowed by the MCU too much and it's there's not enough Spider Man in this Tom Holland Spider Man but I was pleasantly surprised in this movie especially getting into more of the mysterio stuff which we will later because that stuff blew me away but moving on um so we get peter he's just wants to go on his trip he's overwhelmed he's he's just a kid nobody knows he's a kid under the mask they they're asking him big boy questions he just wants to go on vacation so he's packing up he goes on the trip and uh brett you can kind of take it from here kind of explain where they end up first how they're they're classes ended up and all this shit uh yeah so they're on the plane and first of all peter's trying to do everything he can it's pretty humorous uh to get next to mj and it all backfires and he has to sit by uh the teacher but that's pretty funny what's the first city they go to they go to vienna venice venice yeah which you know he just wants to get away they're going around venice and then all of a sudden 
Is there like a clue before it happens or? Uh, there's like something swimming in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is before he meets up, they stop and he meets up with like the assassin or whatever, like Nick Fury's yep. guy, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah. So they're just having a normal time. Uh, he's, Peter's got this plan. He wants to buy this black Dahlia thing, which I thought was pretty funny. Like little weird, See, she's I, weird I joke. that. That's one thing I was going to mention, but I'll say it now just because you brought it up. That's one thing I loved about this movie because it, it reminded me of reasons why I love Spider-Man and Peter Parker mm-hmm, because yeah. like, he reminds you of like being a kid in high school and like that whole plan, how he, in the very beginning he's talking to Ned about his plan about how he's got two-way headphones so he can watch movies with MJ on the plane and he's got he's got this, he's going to go buy a Black Dolly necklace because she loves that and she's weird and he knows she'll love it and he's going to take her to the Eiffel Tower and it's super mm-hmm. like hopeless romantic shit, but like that's the shit that I would do to for a girl that I really liked in high school. I'd do that shit now, but it's just yeah. like man, it's just like seeing that like just put a smile on my face because I was putting myself in his shoes, and I'm like that's something that I would totally do. Well, even like his buddy Ned, like when they're getting on the plane, like he's just immediately trying to like bang European girls or whatever he wants to do in high school, like hold their hand, whatever. Like, but it's just like, 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 I know one thing Europeans love (laughs) Americans. Yeah, Yeah, that that line was hilarious. (laughs) It's literally the cultural opportunity of a lifetime, and they can't even like think beyond like how they're going to hook up with girls. It's it's pretty funny, (laughs) like you were saying, PK. But yeah, so they uh, keep going with the trip. They the water starts moving, and apparently it's hydro, man. I've heard it was, but nobody says for sure. But take it away, Mikey. Uh oh, I mean, is it Hydro Man? I mean, he's I know him from. I don't know. Uh, I've heard it. I saw show, a pop figure in the store the other day, and it said Hydro Man, but I, he's a drone. Yeah, but uh, he uh, uh I mean, he doesn't even talk. He just kind of. Pops up in the middle of Venice there, and they have all the canals, so it's like he's in the middle of the city, and he's just wrecking stuff. And uh, Peter is trying to get his friends out of the way while still simultaneously saving people without people seeing him, so he <clears throat> picks up a goofy mask, uh, like a jester <laughs> mask, and tries to help out, uh, but he's not really helping out too much. He can't really do anything without his suit and without... I mean, like, I don't even think he has webs right now, right? I don't think he has anything on him. He had he had web shooters. Yeah, he had webs. Oh. He was doing decent. He just, he had to be careful because he didn't want people to see him. I thought this whole scene was really cool, really crazy. I liked seeing him doing all the cool stuff without a mm-hmm. suit. Going through, like, the building windows and doing a bunch of cool shit. I thought that was really interesting. Um, but then, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Mysterio, or this mm. this guy we don't know yet, uh shows up so pap what's up with this guy yeah so mysterio is now here in venice and it's funny because initially when this was happening i was like you know cross more arm well this is all a little bit too convenient but of course that's there's a reason for that but uh a nick fury reason but yeah so mysterio is able to pretty much like dispatch this guy Right, like he kind of—I forget how he takes care of him. Is this yeah. with, like, with lasers? He was doing or? weird stuff. I don't know how it would work. I just like that the line with that that kid that aged five years. They're like, "Who is that?" And he's like, "I don't know, but he's kicking that water's ass." <laughs> 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 yeah, and this is kind of where he starts to gain national acclaim. And I think like the next shot, they're all like in the hostel or that no, that really shitty hotel yep. that's like basically underwater already, and they're all like checking like. Twitter and Instagram and, and trying to figure out like you know what's what's happening. That's when he comes. They come up with the name Mysterio, which 
comes from Italian. And uh, moving on, Peter just wants to get away, of course, and he gets hijacked by Nick Fury. Uh, mm-hmm. They're just talking, and Ned gets darted in the neck. And we have a little funny scene where Nick Fury keeps getting interrupted. He has a pretty funny line. It says, uh, <laughs> if anybody else interrupts us, we're going to attend another funeral. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. But, uh, so they the go end- to that, sorry, not to interrupt. No, that, in good. that joke, they go to the well so many times. Like, there are so many people who knock on the door. It's, like, know, it's so it, great because it, it shouldn't work that many times. It's like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But then they go underneath the catacombs or whatever the fuck they're at and, uh, he gets introduced to like a newer version of smaller version of shield so brett take it away for that okay yeah so uh you get to meet like actual jake gyllenhaal and he's super nice super cool super handsome Quint- oh super handsome God, he's so charismatic what was his name Quint- quentin beck quentin and he tells a story about how he's from a different and like if anybody knows a decent amount about comic books or MCU or whatever, you know, the, you know, there's multiverses and stuff. So you're like, oh, cool, finally. And then he's just talking about he was from a different Earth, and these six or seven creatures, whatever they were, destroyed the Earth, and he knew which order they were going to come, and kind of gives a lot of exposition. But it, I thought it came off pretty naturally. I like that yeah. part because it it, it allowed um, them to show that Peter Parker's really fucking smart. Because a lot of times you kind of forget mm-hmm. that he's really smart too. Um, and yeah, he got to like nerd out about the singularity and all this mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're just looking at him. He's like, "Why? Wow, it's like really cool." So I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I think another cool thing about that scene too is is what we come to find out in the post credit scene is like everybody in that room is an actor pretending to be somebody, pretending to be somebody. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Jake Gyllenhaal is pretending to be somebody. Uh, Seven Movie Club, by the way, Samuel Jackson, also Seven Movie Club, uh, is pretending is like. You know, a scroll. Yeah, we'll talk about that be, later. That, yeah. That's, yeah, we'll get that's, into it, but it's just a really huge, cool touch. That, yeah. Everyone's kind of like putting on an act in that thing except for Spider-Man. Exactly. So then Peter Parker basically is trying to get himself out of it. He's like, this sounds like some pretty big shit. I'm not, I'm not that good. Call Thor. Call Captain Marvel. Call whatever. And basically Samuel Jackson is just, bitch, please. You went to space. And uh, he's like, oh, I get it. You don't want to be worried about your teachers and all this stuff. So he decides he he basically backs out. He He's very polite walking out. Robin Sparkles is just super mean to him. <laughs> uh, yep. But then you find out that Nick Fury is going to do everything he can to make this work. So they basically find out they're not going to Paris the next day. They're going to Prague where they wanted him to go. And Money Mike, talk to us about Edith. And what happens along the way to Prague? Yeah, uh, Pete uh, gets a present from. Uh, was it? He got it from Fury, right? But it's from Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's just a pair of glasses. But uh, with Tony, it's never just a pair of glasses. They're super high tech, <laughs> and uh, they control uh, drones and missiles and rockets and stuff from a satellite in space. And so Pete has. All of this new, uh, like, gadgetry at his disposal, and he doesn't really know how to use it yet. And uh, he's fumbling with it on uh, a bus ride uh, when they're getting to Prague, and he almost ends up killing his whole his whole class on accident, uh, trying to 
delete a picture on his friend's phone that that uh kind of caught him in an awkward situation earlier in the movie. That was really funny. They got I so like close. The, there's a scene. There's a scene that uh, I thought was really funny. Like I had never really seen in all the Star and the Spider-Man movies. Is you know you see how strong Spider-Man is by you know pulling buildings down and all that stuff, but you actually see him barely touch. Uh, What's his name? Flash. Flash. <laughs> and it just completely knocks him out. I thought that was really that cool because awesome. you don't really get to see that very much. And I also, I loved the shot when he's like, oh, baby donkeys or whatever. And he, <laughs> when, he jumped, yeah, when he jumps out the, the sunroof or whatever that thing is and they get that close up of him and the slow-mo of him shooting the webs. I thought that shot was super cool. Yeah, I don't know if that was a very good physics though. No, but it <laughs> was <looked> cool. <laughs> I did. I love how afterwards his buddy Ned's like new girlfriend was like, Peter, you don't think we all noticed your yeah. new look? <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love her, man. Because it was working. I like her. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was so funny. So then we we get to Prague. Uh, basically, uh, Peter's like, yeah, it's going to happen here. He's got to find a way to uh, keep his friends inside. But before that... Um, we get a scene where Nick Fury kind of lays into Peter Parker about not being focused and not wanting to be there. And then we get a really good scene after that of Jake Gyllenhaal coming up and talking to Peter. And uh, Pat, what do they kind of talk about? Uh, so this is where um, he this kind is of when flies up on the ledge and they're talking about. Oh, great uh, scene. Like what um, he wants. What, yeah. like, it's kind of like. Uh, from uh what's that movie the notebook or like what do you want is basically what jake Hall is asking peter parker and like trying to get to like you know the heart of at what he wants as a character and and, and peter parker is feeling overwhelmed and i love the see, line yeah he's just like i i didn't think i had to save the the world this summer Sorry yeah, to interrupt. yeah. <laughs> exactly and, and and like you realize that like from when the last time we saw this character like he, he got caught up in the whole Thanos saga but he really wasn't that he, he got swept up in it more than anything so like you know it's, it's and you see Jake Gyllenhaal establishing himself as like a as a role model too and kind of like moving into that role and yeah we, we get to kind of see that like Peter Parker still just wants to like hang out with MJ that's what he wants and I, I think what, what does Jake Gyllenhaal say like well go hang out with MJ or something like that like yeah basically he's yeah. like he's like part of me wants to tell you to run away from all this but Another part of me mm. knows that we need you, and mm-hmm. you're a good kid, and all that stuff. So then, it yeah, makes a, it makes a lot of sense too, because like you know, uh, that's like Peter Parker. From what we know of him, hasn't had a lot of male role models in mm-hmm. his life. Like Uncle Ben is not in the picture at and all. See, in this I, I'm glad you said that because there's a scene, the quick scene when he's packing his suitcase and they shut it, and it shows Uncle B- initials BFP uh, mm-hmm. Ben's Ben's initials, and I'm glad they did that because. Yeah, I was going to say earlier or later because uh, you don't get much mention of Uncle Ben in the MCU because it's been told so many times. They just expect people to know about it. But I thought right. that was a really cool We don't touch. even know what this Ben looks like, right? Yeah. They've never nope. even showed no. him. No, I think he looks like Joe Pesci. So after they have their little <laughs> conversation, he jumps down and he's got to find a way to, to keep his classmates inside so they can stay safe from the fight they're about to have. So he basically gets the tickets to the opera for the whole class and everybody's pissed off because there's this big party that they're all gonna miss and uh then we get the big battle with with the fire monster who's apparently the, mm. the baddest one of them all so uh who wants to talk about that little how that all plays out 
I can at least set it up. Like they're in the opera, and uh, Peter has to like leave to go perform his responsibility. And there's this like really sweet scene too, where like MJ is actually like kind of making a move on Peter, and like just given everything we know about the character, like we know how much like that how important that is to him to like even to get to spend like time with her like that and then like, she wants to like split like opera glasses or something with him and he's like talking in his earpiece and like there's like this whole miscommunication thing but he has to leave and we see him like looking back again and i think it's like there's a shot in homecoming too right pk where it's like he's at a party it's yep. kind of like similar mm-hmm. um but yeah so he has to like like leave this girl who's into and then that but that kind of like triggers like all or a good majority of the kids, like five of the kids, like skipping out on the opera. Yep. So that sets up the whole drama now. Cause now Peter Parker has to like defend them. So he thinks from this fire monster elemental. Brett, you want to take it home? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just really cool. They had set up a plan, uh, Mysterio and fury and all them, uh, Ned and his girl get on the Ferris wheel, which is just the worst ride ever. It's terrifying, <laughs> but it's just really cool. I mean, what? I thought I thought everything that Mysterio did as Mysterio was like looked super cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you guys felt with the lasers, but I thought that was a really good job. And they end up taking the beast down. I don't remember how he uh, he basically like, sacrifices himself, but oh, doesn't yeah, die. Yeah, mm-hmm. He goes in. What I should have done before. Yeah, but before that, there's a quick scene where Spider-Man is like trying to latch onto something. I think it's the Ferris wheel, and he. He hits something that's invisible, and then he's like, "Whoa, what is that?" And he pulls it, and it oh, yeah. ends up being a projector off of the thing. But we'll get to that in a second. See, so yeah, Mysterio, yeah. he does this epic sacrifice, but he doesn't die. And then we have a great scene of another scene with uh, Nick Fury, uh, kind of laying into Peter Parker, saying like, "Hey, you're you're a good guy. Like you got skills." And I want you to be there, but you need to want this, and you need to figure out what the fuck you want. And I love it because he's got that stealth suit on. He's just got the eyes flipped up, but you can see he's like super teary eyed because it's just like mm-hmm. he's just broken. He's had everybody's yelling at him. He's just having a rough time. But then Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, the Night Monkey <laughs> they go <laughs> they go and grab a drink together, which leads to one of my favorite scenes, definitely oh, yeah. of the whole movie. Money Mike, what happens there? Uh, yeah, so we suspend disbelief for just a little bit here uh, with Peter and Mysterio <laughs> sitting in a bar in full costume. Full costume. <laughs> uh, just having a... Masks off. Both drinking Masks a beer. Um, <laughs> but they're talking to each other and they're just kind of having a, a heart-to-heart and Peter's explaining that everything that we've learned about him in this movie is that he doesn't want to save the world this summer. He just wants to hang out with MJ and Ned. And have a good time on this uh, vacation. And uh, Mysterio is just like, yeah, dude, just have fun, man. Just if you, if that's what you want, then uh, you should go do Jake it. Jake Gyllenhaal is so good. Yeah, he's like, oh, just do he's it. He's so good. He's great. And uh, How good did he look with the glasses on, though? Come on. Oh, my God. He looks exactly <laughs> like uh, Tony Stark. I yeah. wonder if that's why they chose him. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, for some reason, Peter... Gives up uh, the super uh, the super weapon of Edith to Mysterio. He thinks he's a good guy and that he can use the weapon uh, to. I don't know. He thinks he's like the next Iron Man. Is what he's hoping. He's yeah. what he's looking up to him as. But 
he doesn't know that he's a bad guy and that he spoiler that he used to work for uh tony stark and doesn't exactly agree with his business practices and stuff like that so did you guys did you guys know anything about mysterio the character going into this very little from the cartoon, he was a uh, special effects guy. That's what I yeah, knew. Yeah, I, I always assumed that people just they people knew he was a bad guy because like I've always known him as a Spider Man villain. I knew he was a bad guy. So I it's just... just like I was kind of just waiting for the twist to happen, and I'd known about like like yeah. So him in the comics, he's like a failed actor in Hollywood. He but he's very good at special effects. So he ends up using that to his advantage. He tries to frame Spider Man for some crimes and make himself look like the hero but spider-man beats him and all that shit so he becomes an arch enemy but um yeah i just i didn't expect how he was doing it or i didn't know how they would reveal how he was doing all this stuff and if he was actually from another earth but i thought it was super cool um that the slow reveal of him walking out the bar and that the the music changing from kind of happy to like more sinister and shit slowly starts fading away, and everybody's kind of like, what the fuck's going on? And, yeah, then he's just like, that wasn't so hard, was it? <laughs> yeah. I, I do have one CinemaSins complaint in that in that bar scene when uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and Tom Holland are having that heart-to-heart. At one point, Edith is on the floor, and one of the bar patrons hands it back to Peter Parker. That would have been a great opportunity just to pickpocket it, and then, like, a lot of the problems that come later. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah would have been solved rather than hey you dropped your glasses but <laughs> also a hologram can pick stuff up now come on <laughs> good point i don't think they're all holograms but i i don't know i do think that the jake Hall, like because like the next five minutes that you were talking about it, it's like a pure four minute exposition dump mm-hmm. of him like talking to each one of the people one of which peter billingsley great. the guy from the My first boy. iron man uh yeah ralphie, ralphie from a christmas story brett knows but like Uh i loved how they brought those guys into Mm -hmm. the story well that scene on paper should be terrible because it's such straight exposition but jake jones is just such a fucking great he kills it (laughs) it. it's it's so entertaining to watch and then at the end i love like i was gonna say that later because uh i saw it again last night and uh there's a scene yeah like when towards the end where they ask him do you like you're in the firing zone and he it's like Anybody else, it would be overacting. But he's just literally like, fire all the draws. It's so fucking epic. It's so good. If it's anybody else, it would be so overacted. And then he's like, Carol, I still need the cape. I need the cape to be yeah, ready. I, 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 would, I could literally be shaking hands with the queen in, in a couple hours. Um, but don't want to jump ahead too, too far. But I loved that scene of... of him like being revealed as the guy who come up with the tech that Tony Stark used in Civil War, the yeah. scene from the original Iron Man. Um, them basically, then you move on. You get a little quick scene of of them seeing. You see how he's actually doing it with the projectors and the drones. That's when you see he's more of a villain. He's kind of super narcissist. He's like super paranoid about Nick Fury. He's trying to trick 7 million people and also the most paranoid person in the world. And then we get to a scene. Who wants to take the scene of MJ and Peter finally getting some alone time, which was fantastic. Uh, was, this, was this inside the room or outside? Both. Which was first, I mean. They meet up in the hotel room and they basically have a little moment and he's like, yo, let's go hang out. Fuck the trip. 
Then they go to yeah. the bridge. Yeah, they go out, and then she's like, I know you're Spider-Man. He, like, flips <laughs> out. Like, I thought he was going to be like, yeah, I can't believe you found out. But he's like, I'm not Spider-Man. I don't know what you're talking about. And what he finds the projector. He does or she does she or whatever. And then he's like, okay, I am Spider-Man. She's like, oh, wow, I was only 60% sure or whatever. <laughs> that was really funny. <laughs> that was he's a great He's flipping scene. out because he realized that he just gave the like the best technology in the world to a uh, supervillain. And they need to go get a hold of it. I think he goes to try to get a hold of Happy or Fury or somebody. And yeah, basically, it's a really like, good scene. Both those scenes were great. Yeah, they, they find out what's happening. They, they see Mysterio in the projection. Peter has a oh shit moment. They, uh, they go back to the hotel. He kind of does a strip in front of her, which is kind of funny. Yeah, and then she's like in his body. Ned finds out that she found out, <laughs> and they have a little competition of who knew like, first. I knew, fir- I knew first, yeah. That was pretty funny. And then we move on to Peter going to Berlin to supposedly see Nick Fury, which this leads to my favorite scene sequence in the entire movie. One of my favorite sequences in any movie, any definitely in the MCU. Uh, the dream thing? The the illusion scenes. Uh, yeah. This was incredible. It blew my mind. I was like literally jaw dropped, edge of my seat. Um, who wants to start it off? Because I could talk about this for fucking an hour. <laughs> Dude, you got I do it. have a question yeah. though before okay. we start. Go for it. I asked Brittany this. I don't remember what. The very first scene of that when he goes in there, he's talking to Fury and Robin Shrabotsky. Mm-hmm. Is that any of that real is any of this real i think no they i think none of it's real but they because like they they do the thing where they take away robin sparkles and so they make it seem like nick fury is actually there but i still think that's a trick because it makes it seem like he got shot okay because that made that makes more sense because i thought it was going to be like a point break thing where they knew that they knew that they saw each other, but they're going to act like they didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, how is Mysterio still... That's kind of still... what I caught the, the last time I saw it. So, so yeah, hmm. basically, they, they get in this room. It's them three and, and Peter Parker. Samuel Jackson, Nick Fury, he's like, all right, man, we know you told somebody. We need to know who you told so we can get him safety. And this whole time, they're just trying to get Peter to tell who, yep. he, who he's told about it. And then Samuel Jackson gets shot with a... a drone because peter senses he's there and then this kicks off this insane sequence where basically yeah you hear a voiceover of jake jonah is talking to peter and all these drones Mm -hmm. appear and then they disappear and they start projecting this crazy just a full black screen and the green smoke from mysterio on the ground and it's just uh exposition of of jake jonah talking about how Mysterio is created to be a superior hero and, and something for people to believe in and and all this stuff. And he's just going through these crazy visuals of, of this, I don't know, I call it a dream sequence, but he's just fucking with Peter's head. And so Peter's fighting Mysterio and these crazy yeah. things, but he like he turns around, he punches a, like a thing, but it's actually a brick wall because he's still mm-hmm. in a parking garage or whatever. And he's just doing all this crazy stuff and... Then eventually there's a scene where there's mirrors and he's like, take a good look at yourself. And then like all the mirrors, the Spider-Man and the mirrors start grabbing him, beating the shit out of him. They switch him to his old <laughs> costume. He's like, you're just a kid in a sweatsuit or something. And that's when the, you finally see the, the actual like Mysterio versus Spider-Man fight where they're kind of like 
he's shooting the laser with Spider-Man, and then um, basically you you get this scene where he's like right in his face, and then all of a sudden, boom, it snaps yeah, out Fury. of him, and Jake Gyllenhaal gets shot in the back by Nick Fury, and he's like, yeah, but Mikey, what happens then? Uh, Sorry, just put shit, you on the spot. What does happen <laughs> then? All right. <laughs> Uh, help me out here. What does happen? It was all it was all fake. It was a illusion to find out who knew about his projector. Oh, he thinks Fury saved him, so he's like, "We got to get back." MJ and Ned yeah. and probably his girlfriend know, and then you find out Boom. that that was real. I was like, you're and so. all comes up. He's like, "Thank you." Yeah, he's like, "You're so gullible." But I st- and then yeah, then he goes back into the illusion, and I think I skipped over this, but I could not believe. They got away with the whole um, uh, zombie Iron like, Man. If you were, if you would have been better, maybe Tony would have still been alive. And they had zombie Iron Man. Zombie that was Iron Man was so cool, awesome, dude! I could not believe that. And yeah, then he's back in the illusion. He's backing him away, backing him up, and he's like, you know, for the record, I feel really bad or something. And then, boom. Spider-Man gets hit by a train. Yeah, yeah. And then I finally breathed. I didn't breathe like that whole sequence. So that, that sequence, like, we reviewed Doctor Strange. I think it was just me and Stevie, like, a long-ass time ago on this podcast before PK was even our official superhero correspondent. Yep. That I think that sequence to me is better than anything I even saw in Doctor Strange, which is, like, the trippy, you know, Marvel movie. <laughs> and it really gets me pumped for, like, the next phase. Because this is, like, oh, the yeah. end of, like, you know, this phase. So, like, I mean, like, Brett, Mikey, do you guys think that's, like, one of the best sequences in the MCU? Oh, for sure. When he gets hit by the train, it was like one of the yeah. coolest things I'd seen. A little seen. bit of a jump scare. The whole thing's amazing too. I'm just saying the the train, like 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 PK said, it's like the first time you breathe for like five minutes yeah. straight. Their use of the of his 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 fucking helmet in the fishbowl was awesome. Like there's one point there's a shot of MJ and she's freaking out, and there's a moon behind her. And then the moon becomes his face, and like then there's like the one where it's just one, and there's like a million of them, and it's like going into the globe and it's going into like his Illuminati symbol on his cape. Then Spider-Man's in a giant snow globe that turns into his head. And it was just like, oh my God. Like, that's where I was like, this is Mysterio. And then I love how it cuts back too, to you see Jake Gyllenhaal just walking and talking with the projectors on him. So it's like that you actually see what he's doing finally versus what Peter's seeing. Man, I could talk about that for days. That was so cool. But Peter gets hit, wakes up in the in a prison cell in in the Netherlands to the three nicest guys ever, and uh, he calls <laughs> Happy to come pick him up. And they have an emotional moment where he's like, he could you could tell Peter's really freaked out. He's like, wait, say something only you only you would know. <laughs> and he says something about them at a hotel, and he bought an adult <laughs> film, but he didn't know. He only knew by the price. He, he didn't want to say anything, and that was super funny. And then this leads into one of my other favorite scenes of the movie, which brings out the heart and soul of Peter Parker. So, Pap, do you want to talk about this one? Yeah, man. And, like, I, I, we haven't, like, touched on it yet. Like, I, I had a little bit of, like, problems kind of with the way this was edited and, like, the pacing, but, like... The core cast of this movie is so good, and and I think that like John Favreau playing Happy in this movie is like so excellent. Because like, I mean, like the first half he's just kind of crushing on Aunt May, but like here he gets to kind of be like the father figure to Peter Parker, and he's like you know more 
more reassuring to him, saying like, you know, Tony never doubted you. Like, you know, like really building him up as like a person, and it's like a really like touching scene. Yeah. And, Best like, happy. Yeah. yeah, I just love it, the like the motion of Tom Holland. Like you can tell he's like those are real fucking tears. Like it's not dude, fake he's, crying. Like, he's, he's weeping. Yeah. yeah, and it's and then you go right into the the scene. Yeah, he puts Led or ACDC on. He's I love Led Zeppelin. <laughs> and you see Happy just smiling with a little like twinkle in his eye because yeah, he's but, looking at a young Tony Stark. And it's it's but that's so an unforgivable. Cool. That's an unforgivable mm. musical mistake. I know. But. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. Uh, um, he made a reference like that in uh, in Civil War too. But, that really old movie, yeah. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, incredible scene. Happy uh, basically gets him out of there. They they start making their way to London, which is where all the shit's about to go down. Um, Spider Man gets a sweet fucking new suit. Uh, basically, Mysterio setting everything up. Um, he's got all his classmates in in London. He's ready, ready to to end it all. He he figures out there's no Avengers coming. Nick Fury still is kind of in in out of the loop, and uh, we get a de- decoded message message from Happy sent to Nick Fury. So he kind of becomes in the loop. And then Mike, what what kind of sets up this final battle? Uh, they're on London Bridge. Um, and I guess the, uh, Mysterio's plan is to take out the bridge. Uh, he's just going to do another elemental trick type thing. Cause I guess nobody's figured out that he's a bad guy yet. So he's still using projectors to create these giant monsters. And, um, I, uh, I'm not exactly sure. Like Nick Fury's like, somewhere close by like watching in a building mm-hmm. like watching it all go down they know where the location is and everything but they're just waiting for mysterio to make a move so they can go get him there was some kind of like strange code word that was passed between happy and Nick yeah, it was Fury. something about a, a surfboard and <laughs> yeah. the appearances can be deceiving which, and, again, uh, knowing what we know about who Nick Fury actually was that was yeah, very astute funny. of Ben Mendelsohn to, to <laughs> pick up on on Earth customs, but but yeah. So the the final uh, elemental, the storm comes down and it, it's wrecking shit. And uh, the kids are get, trying to escape the the bridge, and and the all the elementals are coming together. And then Mysterio comes in to save the day. We get a funny Power Rangers Voltron reference from <laughs> uh, the teachers and JB Smoove. <laughs> um, then we finally, yeah, Spider-Man enters the picture, and he knows these are fake, so he's just, he takes a leap of faith, and then, Brett, what happens from here when he goes into the projection? Uh, well, he somehow gets in there, sneak, he sneaks in there, right? Yeah, he, he like, dive bombs with his web wings and just flies right in there. He just starts straight tearing these uh, drones up, right? I mean, just, he's trying to get them all... Destroyed before uh, Mysterio finds out, right? Mm-hmm. He's all, is he? He's also battling. Is he battling the? No, he's not battling an illusion yet because Mysterio doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. So he's just going around. He's just blowing all these things up to try to stop it. Now, eventually, Mysterio finds out because he's losing like total wings of his illusion. But 
And it actually ruins the illusion. Like mm-hmm. Mysterio has to really, he starts thinking about, he's like, that's all right. And this we'll brings up a, a small teaser for the actual end slash post credit where the guys he's like kill the illusion. And the guy's like what? No, like they'll see. And he's like, you'll yep. see what I want them to see. And that we'll yep. get to that later. But so yeah, Spider Man finds Mysterio and he tries to get to him, but he's protected by a shit ton of drones. And we get a really cool sequence of Spider Man actually swinging around and. I love the sequence of him going through the drones because he was just kind of like hopping from one to the other. There's one Larry where he like swung and he like literally just sat on top of the one and scooted right off. I thought that was cool. It was and very then, much uh, Neo in the Matrix. Like he's beginning to believe. Like exactly. Peter is yeah. beginning to embrace his tingle. <laughs> and, like, he's beginning to believe. He's so beginning yeah, to tingle. Then we get this cool sequence on a bridge where he kind of uses this like he comes out with a like a sh- makeshift shield and almost like a hammer looking thing, which was like kind of reminiscent of Cap. Which was really cool. He he gets his way up to Mysterio, and then uh, Mike. They have this little final battle. What what kind of happens there? Well, Mysterio is going to use his projectors, uh, but he's like projecting kind of just what they've already they're already seeing now on top of uh, real life. So uh, he's just kind of like. Mysterio is kind of just like masking himself while he's flanking Spider-Man. He's going to like shoot him in the head. But uh, before that, he's he's just like tearing him up with all of these uh, these drones, and Spider-Man's dodging him. He's that was so he's cool dodging and weaving through this whole hallway of drones, and it's really awesome. And then he gets all the way to the end where he thinks uh, Mysterio's he's defeated him, and he's sitting down like on the ground, but. In reality, he's off to the side of him. He's projecting a fake Mysterio like on Loki. the ground. Yeah, he's trying to trick him. And then uh, Pete's tingle activates, and he what, he doesn't stop a bullet with his hand. He grabs the gun. Yeah, right. he, just, he, just, yeah, he pushes the, like his arm up or something. Yeah, but it's very fast. And then... Uh, it's awesome. What, the a, a drone takes out Mysterio on accident? He gets killed by yeah, his own Yeah, I think he got shot earlier and... I think he was already shot at the time. Oh, he yeah. got shot a couple times, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, then Mysterio, quote-unquote, dies, saying uh, people will believe anything they... Or basically, they'll believe anything nowadays. And uh, we have a great moment uh, with Peter and MJ on, on the, the bridge. And uh, you finally... This is one of those moments I was talking about earlier. It's like, after all that, MJ shows up, he, she shows that he she finally got the medallion thing, and, but it's broken. And he's mm. so bummed out that it's broken. Even though after all the shit he just went through, he's like, oh my god, like I'm so sorry. She loves it though. But she likes it even more and they have this really awkward kiss and and it's so funny because yeah, even after he just saved the world, he just they kiss and he's like, oh, I guess I'll okay, okay alright, I'll see you yeah. later. It's, it's so funny, but um then yeah that kind of takes us into the very end and the very important post credit scenes yeah so who wants to set those up what was the first one the first one was just the the big one one was the middle one right yeah yeah so the big one was i thought a really cool scene one of my favorite scenes of the movie he's taking mj this scene made the movie like yeah the scale of the movie so much bigger yeah, so he's taking MJ around to show her what it's like flying, and she freaking hates it, but it looks so cool. And then they're like, he's like, okay, I'm going. And then this big screen lights up, and it's a message. Madison Square Garden. 
It's a yeah, it's a message from uh, Mysterio, and he like doctored the video to make it seem like Spider Man released the drones on the people, and that he killed the good guy, and then he also outs him, which is the biggest thing to happen in the movie, mm-hmm. and then it just ends like that well, super not, big not cliffhanger. To mention, yeah, wait, you J.K. Over. Simmons, yeah, J.K. <laughs> Dude, like, I literally dude, like. I lost my mind. Theater, I, I, go, I, I clapped. <laughs> I can't believe they got him back to do it again. That's awesome. And it's Which so might funny, yeah. you like, played the PS4 played... game too, right? The, oh yeah. Uh, I don't like know. This... It sounded like him. I don't know if it was the same uh, I don't, one, but I, don't I think know if it's no, I was gonna say, but... but it's like the same type dude. Because yeah. yeah. like in that, it's like, it's like, a, like an Alex Jones yeah. radio the guy. The Daily Bugle, yeah, it's more like a blog. Site. Man, I can't believe I forgot the most important part of that scene: J. Jones Jameson. Dude, that's Jake my bad guys. Shit. My bad guys. <laughs> but yeah, Spider-Man's re- face and identity is revealed, which. We end. I thought it was really funny how they ended Spider-Man: Homecoming with uh, his aunt finding out who it is, and it, and he gets cut off at what the. F-? And yeah, then at this one, you get Spider-Man. His identity gets revealed to the whole fucking world, and he ends it with what the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but I, yeah, that gets me very excited for the next the next Spider-Man film. I don't know where they're gonna go. I've heard rumors of the villains that they're gonna bring in, and if it's true, oh man. I can't no, fucking wait. They've been setting up apparently Green Goblin for a while. They've been setting up the Sinister Six for a while too, because Vulture from last movie is still not dead. Uh, I don't believe Jake Gyllenhaal and Mysterio's dead. Uh, Interesting, because because at the end uh, he goes like, "Is he or whatever?" And like she doesn't say he's dead. She's like, "All illusions are done or not like our all illusions are off." So, but she didn't say his vitals or anything. Also. Why wouldn't you want to bring Jake back? Exactly. But and they also set up a slight setup of the Scorpion character in the Homecoming. So there's they're building stuff for sure. Yeah, and I, there's been like I guess a couple of subtle hints about uh Harry Osborne, not Harry, uh Norman Osborne, like in Ant Man and the Wasp, That'd the person awesome. who buys that tech, they they think that could be him. Also one of the comics, he becomes Iron Man. He oh. takes he steals he buys the building. And he steals a suit and becomes a super bad Iron Man. So hmm. we'll see if that happens. But yeah, but even before this post credits you know, like the last ten minutes of the movie, just seeing him swing around New York got me so hyped because, like, that's one thing I've been bummed about these past two movies is like, for it to be a real Spider-Man movie, he's got to be in downtown New York. He's got to be swinging from the tall skyscrapers. Like that's Spider-Man. So just seeing him do that, and he they had that long shot where he's gliding through that big famous building that has the big cutout in the middle, and he flies right through it. That was super cool. So I really hope the third movie in this trilogy is set in Manhattan. I think Moving it, on to the second post-credit scene, the final post-credit yeah, we gotta, scene. We gotta, we gotta get wrap it up. Uh, it is revealed that Nick Fury and Maria Hall are actually scrolls from Captain Marvel. And it's Ben Mendelsohn. And um, yeah, who wants to take away what happens there? They just like reveal it to their scrolls and like talk about yeah, what Nick happened. Fury's, right? Nick Fury's, yeah, Nick Fury's uh, on, a, on, vac- on a fake beach, and he was super embarrassed that he fell to Jake Gyllenhaal's treachery. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah, he was super embarrassed. But about I it. think people kind of brushed over this this scene with comedy because I think it's leading up to a big, big event that I think because scrolls are tip like known as bad guys and that people that was like a twist in Captain Marvel that they weren't bad guys so I think they're like planning something for the big future I think they they basically Nick Fury is the only one there pretty much they're all working for him 
slash they're just wrapping him around their finger. I think eventually they're going to do some crazy shit and turn on, on some people. So I think that, that post credit scene was really important. But who knows? I don't know. Could it, could not happen? Could? I don't know. So let's go around and do some yes or no's. Brett? Okay, well, first of all, I feel like we need to apologize to the UKers. I believe that is the Tower Bridge, not the London Bridge. Whatever. So um, It's falling down. You're right. Down. They do reference that in the movie. Falling down. <laughs> but, Tower uh, Bridge is falling down. Definitely, yes. Uh, my immediate reaction, I ranked it as my third or fourth favorite MCU movie. So I really, really, really liked it. Cool. Mikey? Yeah, I loved it. Uh, I like how they've really leaned into how busy Spider-Man actually is and how he can't get any of the stuff he really wants to get done, done. And he's like always pulled in different directions. So I love that they really lean into that. And I love the like dream projector sequence stuff. It reminded me of Inception. And Jake is amazing as always. So it was a really funny movie too. So it was a yes. Sick. Pap? Yeah, it's a yes. I thought the second half was way better than the first half. I, I do think there are some editing problems and some pacing problems. There are some things I don't really understand. Like, there's one scene where Nick Fury is chewing, chewing uh, Spider-Man out, and it's like you only see the back of his head, and it's clearly like some ADR bullshit, like a summary of a scene, and like Tom Holland <laughs> looks like all emotional. Like, I, I do think there are some technical problems with it, but like the core cast is just so charming. It's I love Spider-Man now. Like I said in the last one, I'm all in on Spider-Man, so it, it, it's probably a hard yes for me. It is one of my favorite movies of the year, actually. Hell yeah, definitely a yes for me. Obviously, I love this movie. I love this character. Uh, he means a lot to me. This movie reminded me of a lot of those reasons, which is really cool, and, and uh, it's a good, great follow-up to Endgame. I'm excited to see where the Spider-Man franchise goes. I'm excited to see where the MCU in general goes. I'm excited to see where superhero movies in general go. Hopefully DC gets their shit together, because I, I, I love it all. But uh, thank you for having me on as a host. I had great fun. job, PK. Hopefully yeah, I didn't job. suck kick at the spoiler man i'm down to uh host another one for the og spider-man movie but uh, yeah you can well, uh, you happen. can contact these guys on social media and uh we'll take it away spoiler spoiler man spoiler man <laughs> our email is podcast spoilers at gmail.com <laughs>